On today's episode of Down the Wire, we made it a full year, an episode a week for you guys, and a banger to finish out our full year of podcasting. Gianna Cephalou from the Pac-12 is going to be joining us today. Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl 56, we're going to talk about it, and we got new segments for you today. It all happens today on Down the Wire. We don't say I'll be like sunset on the beach. Pick me wanna pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I know about me. Summertime in Florida catch me sliding on the key. Episode 52 Down the Wire. The fuck you, Jeff Garcia episode, joined by Gianna Cephalu. Thank you so much for being here, Gianna. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Oh yeah, she's Thanks. geeking right now. She's I'm that so excited. excited. She never thought she'd make it to this day that she could be on a podcast oh, with like no. twenty-four well, listeners. Considering <laughs> that you didn't even think I was listening to this podcast, that's you how this underestimated yeah. me. Okay. Yeah, that's how this all started. Remember Gianna from a couple weeks ago? Technically, maybe like her one and a half appearances on this after claiming a drop kick. Uh, next time I see her, that wasn't what I said actually, but that's kind of how she took it. Close enough. So there's no physical threat, okay? No, of course not. Gianna would kick my ass, easy, easy. She's way crazier than me, so that's why I would definitely, you know, in the nicest way, in the nicest way. I'm very happy though that you, you know, joined I love us, that Gianna. you. I love that you open it up with "fuck you, Jeff Garcia" as you proceed to call the the woman reporter out with us crazy and uh she could beat you up you know what i have thoughts on on that whole situation though we all do that's that's why we that yeah and you know what that's why we let off with it like that because that's (laughs) bullshit i mean whatever dude i i got more than enough faith bringing you on gianna i respect you in the sports world and think you'd benefit the podcast so first of all first of all gianna give your credentials to everyone first yeah let's hear more about like just some bum that we randomly found, you know, it, yeah, you, like you have so some <laughs> like some credentials, right? So let everyone know what you um, do. Okay. Um, currently, I work at the Pac-12. I'm their graduate intern. That's literally like my title. Um, they call the Pac-12 the Conference of Champions. And I know you alluded to this in a couple podcasts ago making fun of the fact that the Pac-12 is called Conference of Champions but let me just set the record straight why it's called Conference of Champions it's not called Conference of Champions for like football okay we all know that's not why they're called the Conference of Champions they're called the Conference of Champions because they have the most NCAA titles in school history okay in, in Thank you, UCLA. 538 NCAA titles. There's not even a school or a conference that comes close to that. U.S. So, what is well? What is number That's, two? Huh? What is number two? Honestly, it's probably like not it's even. Gotta be, it's got to be the SEC, right? I mean, Big Ten dominates a lot of the other sports. That's true. They do a lot of the winter stuff. Like the other sports, the Big Ten does. Well, ACC, too. And if it's talking about You're like wrestling, named every other one. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> All the big four is just like, but uh, I- And you're a Pac-12 graduate, right? Correct. So I went to the University of Utah. Go Utes, as always. Oh, I you're an Ur- Urban Meyer supporter. 
And I'm really sad because I actually went to that game. That's a really funny backstory. I was supposed to work that game. Um, kind of crazy how that kind of happened with like, I was supposed to volunteer for it. Um, but they removed me because of COVID and like all these like regulations. So I ended up going last minute as a fan and it was like so much fun. Um, and I know we unfortunately lost to Ohio State, but it, was like, it wasn't like, it wasn't a blowout, okay? It came down to the last possession. That's yeah, what they always yeah, say. Exactly. That's, what they, that's what they used to justify to a loss. Completely fair, <laughs> to be completely fair, Utah has never seen that kind of offense as prolific as Ohio State's in the Pac-12 because that doesn't exist, really, um, because their offensive – Conference of Champions. Their, their wide receiver room, I already clarified, not – not I get it. I just mess <laughs> with you, I know. So, um, basically, yeah, that was just, it was just a crazy game. Um, I honestly was, like, <laughs> just sitting by myself, like, in the stands for, like, a solid, like, 10 minutes trying to just soak it all in. And my friend, she was just like, gee, you know, are you ready to go? And I'm like, not yet. So, it's kind of, like, so Utah, Utah <laughs> alumni, right? That's what That's you said? Correct. Yes. So does that mean you are pro or con Urban Meyer? <laughs> well, Urban Meyer is just, ugh. I mean. Okay, good. Dude, that, that is the appropriate yeah. response. Same reaction. Ooh, yeah, same ooh. thing. That's what everyone should be saying after you say and Urban Meyer. Yeah. Mess in the NFL. I mean, he was a great college football coach. Nobody can deny that. But, like, oh, my gosh. The way that he went out in Jacksonville was just absurd like oh my god i can't there was just so much controversy surrounding him and it just not good you know not good so i mean he was there for that one year stint you know undefeated season we got alex smith and you know they put utah on the map essentially and then kyle winningham comes in longest tenured head coach in the ncaa right now seven 17 seasons something like crazy like that and maybe he, yeah he Really? Like, no one's been there longer than 17 years? No one's been at a place longer than that? I feel like... I, I mean, it, I, 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 mean I, I could believe that. Crazy. I could, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I am, I, like, pretty confident that's the case. Because I, I haven't seen a head... I mean, if you look at all the, the portal, the transfer, you know, pe coaches move all the time. I mean, there's, like, three um, football teams in the Pac-12 that had recent coaching changes, Lincoln Riley um, to USC, right? And their transfer portal is going crazy. They got Dan Lanning, the defensive coordinator from Georgia to Oregon. Uh, they got the Fresno State head coach to Washington. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, coaching, coaches are all go all over the place. It's like they should be in their own transfer portal, just like the players. So I think Kyle Whittingham, there's something to be said about his tenure as the coach and, and the success that he's brought to Utah. Um, especially this, gosh, this like super grueling and tough season with their tragedies. I don't know if you guys followed that that story, but they had they lost two players in the span of nine months, and um, they basically said they're going to be 22% better in everything they do. Um, they were playing for 22 because that was their number. Um, they were best friends, like in high school too, and um, just like really tragic the way that that all ended um, for Utah and they just, they came out and they, they still played, they still showed up and uh, they won their first Pac-12 title. And I was actually there, I was there 
in Las Vegas on the field with the confetti. I, that's something I'll never forget. Like working the game, I was like, this is insane. Um, and then they obviously made it to the Rose Bowl and they didn't win, but um, it was still, there's just something to be said about their run that they had, you know, it's just, it's amazing to see what they were able to do this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, Gianna, thanks for that intro. You were great. I mean, obviously I think people can understand now that, Jeff Garcia is an idiot with that statement. Dave, yeah, she knows Dave, Dave, this is the first podcast you're doing and when you're 30. Dave's birthday oh, on the 29th. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's yeah. no big deal. I'm already 75, like, internally anyways. So <laughs> turning, you know, 30 doesn't really feel all that crazy. Do you remember that? Because I, oh, my God, that was a wild night. That I, was... I do remember... Like everything that night outside of the ride home. Yeah, that was we were at Comedy Sports. Um, Dave yep. put on a nice show at the midnight show. I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time, so that was cool. Good times. And uh Alex bought me a shot, so that was cool. That was like bucket list right there. What the fuck? I didn't get a shot and I worked with him. <laughs> <laughs> so happy birthday, Dave. Just wanted to bring that up right away. How you feeling though? 30? You feel older? Again, I already feel like I'm 75. What? There's no difference. There's How about we no get into like, sneak up on all of us? I'm already yeah. 23, and like I'm technically going to be 24 this year in 2022, and I'm like, ugh, no. Technically 24. Yeah, technically, yeah. what does that mean? because well, I just so I barely turned 23 in October, right? So my birthday's at the end of like each year. Barely so turned 23. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Like you didn't, like you were going to survive the 2021. I mean, that's fair. Most people didn't think that, right? Yeah. Who knows the, this crazy world we live in? I don't know. Jeez, it's just, oh man, every year it's like you, you turn the next page, you get one year older and living out my, uh, my Jordan year. So oh. <laughs> it's your LeBron year. LeBron year. Uh, Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeBron, you know, the greatest yeah. basketball player of all time. She's, um, uh, th- dude, California don't think that. And he plays there. Literally everyone over there is Jordan stands. It's ridiculous. Isn't it well, crazy? That, but that's the, that's Jordan people, the mogul, not Jordan the player. People, yeah. You were crazy on, on the bus. They did. The- I was, I was fighting a army of Jordan stands for LeBron that's James. That's fair. I, yeah, I was not going. <laughs> let's talk. Let's get into some of these coach hirings. We've been following hold on, hold on. We never got for a little bit. We never Wait. got the full deal with Jeff Garcia here. Yeah, so in case nobody oh, knows what's you wanna, happened. I mean. Go ahead. I don't know. So I watched her take uh, on First Take about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, some things that she said I, I definitely disagreed with. I I don't think that, um, what was her saying? Like, he's the definition of, like, the team getting an A and he's, like, not contributing. It was something along those lines and, like, saying that, you know, obviously if you check, like, Jimmy G's win percentage, he's has, like, a 70% win percentage. If you look at the losing seasons the Niners have had with Jimmy G, he's been, like, hurt consistently. So he had, like, that what was it? He had like a torn ACL and he was, he was playing pretty banged up this season too. Um, and he somehow still was managing to play, but I don't know. Anyway, um, Mina Kimes, I, yeah, 
I, I don't agree with her take. I don't agree with her stance, but I think that's the purpose of first take, right? Like they're not all going to have like the same opinions. And I, I do, I understand what Jeff Garcia means by saying like, well, she's not going out there playing. That's correct. Like nobody is on first take, right? Male, female, whatever. Um, and, and I saw that, you know, Molly on first take, like jumped to her defense. Like women are here to say, yeah, I completely agree with that. I support it. Um, I just, I don't know. It's tricky because I'm like, well, I don't agree with what she said. I, mm, you know, but also I, I think I, I respect anybody's opinion that's on first take because obviously they make good money to talk about sports. They, it seems like they know what they're talking about. Um, so that doesn't like justify like, his actions I don't think um but he said that there's he oh he was saying uh I would say the same thing if it was like a man but I feel like men like say crazy stupid takes all the time like on first take like guy host like I stopped <laughs> watching first take because of Max Kellerman okay he bugged yeah. the shit out of me so how the hell, how the hell were you Skip watching Bayless? before yeah. Max Kellerman I just uh, don't Max understand Kellerman. how like I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me how this gets attention, right? Because it's a man like basically saying, well, who the hell is she to say like, I mean, that's true. Like she wasn't playing, we weren't playing out there in negative 10 degree in that horrific weather in green Bay and like snowing and playing with like three different injuries. And he still found a way to win. Like, yeah, no, but um, you know, there's definitely something to be said about, I think just like respecting people's opinions, like whether they you think they're good, they're bad. Like, obviously everybody has a different take in sports, right? I think that's what's so great about it. We can debate it um, without people just getting attacked or thrown under the bus or anything like that. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I see to an extent his point on where he's coming from. I think it might've been just a little too far on just like the whole caption and, and everything like that. Um, but she seems to hold her ground. She seems strong with it, not really phased by it at all. So, um, well, yeah. well, look at look at it this way. Look at it this way. Like we are in an age, uh, specifically in sports and just in general, really. But in sports, we have more knowledge than ever before as fans. Yeah. We are able to digest so much more uh, information coming at us through the internet, through other forms of media, and we are we are smarter than it was 15, 20 years ago when Jeff Garcia was playing. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, we're not going to get all the intricacies because of the fact that, you know, we never played the position in the NFL, let alone like college or high school or something like that. But we still understand a lot more than Jeff Garcia's what he was used to back when he was playing. And the way that he went about this take, this insanely old, dated take it is wrong. And I don't know if uh, you had a chance, Gianna, to hear like uh, he called into a radio station or they called they called him and he ended up hanging up in angriness because uh, he was he they brought it up. And he, again, just started spatting slander and uh, idiot takes for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Garcia, you are no one ever. I mean, you, you had a couple of good seasons for San Francisco back in the day. But outside of that, what did you do? Like, don't try to play yourself up to be in this uh, 
you know, big time guy. It, you know who does this as well as Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky loves to oh, come in and start talking dude. shit. Yeah, but, and then you just throw the meme of him running out of the back of the end zone, and it's over. The conversation. Yeah, and it, yeah, and exactly. To for someone that has the similar credentials that doesn't do that, Sage Rosenfels. Sage Rosenfels is a very smart and intelligent uh, analyst, and the way that he talks about the sport and talks about other people taking in the sport is proper. Uh, I don't think Jeff Garcia did that, and to be honest, I could let Jeff Garcia walk into the field never to be seen again. Yeah, the media. That's what we have to talk about, I guess, right? We had a huge story that we thought was huge that was fake this week. Uh, Everyone thought Tom I, Brady was done. Yes. Can yes. You, I, so I saw this, and when I had my Bleacher Report saying, oh, Tom Brady, just kidding, he hasn't, like, retired yet, or he, I guess, hasn't made up his mind – that just went back. I just got flashbacks to when I was taking journalism class and says, you can't be like the first to break the news. You have to do it like efficiently and you have to like know all the facts and gather it before it's broken. But it, it seems like in today's day and age with journalism, everybody just wants to be the first to break the news, even if it's not necessarily accurate. So I think it's finding that that balance between, okay, we need to put, you know, breaking news. We, we need to be timely and efficient with this, but we also need to be accurate, right? So now it's kind of just this huge question mark of like, oh my gosh, Tom Brady retired. Like they made the announcement and then they deleted it on Twitter. And then Bruce Arians and the Buc the Bucks had no idea he was retiring. It's just, it's just a mess. And I'm like, is well, we've this seen is, this from him. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is right new. out of the Schefter playbook. Yes, dog. This, he does this all the time. How does he Adam Schefter's the fucking worst. I, I don't know if there's anyone worse than him. What, Wojnarowski? He's kind of a pain in the ass, well, too. Well, Woj, at least, I think he's batting a higher batting average than Schefter. For sure. Schefter, Schefter sometimes, well, didn't he drop some Rodgers stuff last year He did as this well? last yeah. year with Rodgers. He does this yeah. all the time, dude. Schefter is, you, you can't be, oh, like, to, in order to go out there and just break the story, when Tom Brady hasn't even told anyone. I don't know who's telling him this stuff that he felt that confident. It's not then. coming from him himself, right? Even his agent was like, you know, the most accurate is going to be from him, Tom Brady. And then they said, you know, he, got, he wants to take time away for foot from football to be with his family and to focus on them, da-da-da. But, but where where is that coming from? That's not coming from out of Tom Brady's mouth. So what kind of sources are They haven't even had exit right? interviews yet. Like, yeah, what are they even doing? So it, well, it just seemed like kind of, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but kind of just like sudden. Like, I knew it was kind of coming in the back of my mind. Okay, this is a possibility. That might have been the last time I, I watched him play. But it just seemed very, like, I don't know, kind of random and out of yeah. the blue. Okay. Well, blame blame the Keebler elf that is Adam Schefter, because he is just so fucking annoying. I, I can't emphasize that enough. The goddamn rat uh, that that he is. And... You know, whether or not, you know, he ever comes on to our podcast, which would be great, Adam. Then coming. we love you, Adam Schefter. But uh, no, I'll still, I'll still tell you that you need to slow your roll, dude. We did, however, get two of maybe the game's biggest. A well, I'll ask you guys real quick. Do you think Tom Brady retires this year or he's got one more year? I, that was like one of my hot takes. I was like trying to come up. Oh, with okay. Well, you know what? We'll, yeah, we'll, save, we'll that. save that. We'll save, save it. that. We'll save it then. Okay. She came prepared. She came yes, prepared I, with hot yeah, takes. I knew she would. Already, she already would. a step up on Joe. You know Joe what? Ball. I was spending like, I was up to like 12, 1230 last night, just like 
prepping and and doing my notes yes. and I was like, oh my god this makes me so happy I haven't done this since like a 2019 b my current job that I'm in with the Pac-12 I didn't even really explain what I did. I was like, oh, I'm just an intern. Then I just rambled on about Utah football. Um, but anyway. <laughs> so Blame me. That's my, my bad. My current job is like not really um, geared toward like sports media. It's very, they're very like different departments. Um, so with like programming, partnership development, like a lot of the stuff, a lot of new things I've learned behind the scenes, but also it's not really, it's very different, like working nine to five and you know, doing remote work. And it's, it's not in case anybody needs like context, Tommy and I interned together over the summer. We did like recaps and on camera interviews and on all of that social media. So that was more my speed. Um, and that's definitely, I think something I, I still want to pursue and want to do because I, I felt like that was where my element was, but anyway, um, going back to just prepping, <laughs> coming back to the research department of it. I did this, you know, back when I was in student media at Utah and I would prepare notes for every time I went into the studio. Um, we did like podcasts for every like week for Utah football. So I, anyway, this made me so happy because it was, it was definitely a, a breath of fresh air, so to speak, just a different pace and, and more of my, my speed. Cause I, I'm, I'm more of a talker than a listener and my job consists of mostly listening. I was on a zoom call for an hour and a half before this. And I think I lost brain cells. So I'm so oh, glad I'm just, don't worry. We'll, we'll help make you lose head. even more brain cells on this <laughs> so, podcast. So don't worry. No, but this is bad. This is so much better. I would so much rather be on an hour and a half, two hour call doing like this kind of stuff, talking, bantering about sports, than listening to, partner and led activation whatever kind of language they have still <laughs> well we did have two of the games maybe respectfully the biggest a-holes in the nfl actively bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At the player and coaching position, retire, or at least take a leave maybe big ben and sean payton out uh yeah. not to be Crazy. missed by anyone outside of pittsburgh or new orleans yeah. probably i think big ben <laughs> obviously everyone knows him uh he needed to retire last year i think everyone knew that sean payton though came as a big surprise i think i'm gonna tell you right now i think he's in dallas next year if mccarthy doesn't win a playoff game i think that's his whole game plan i think he wants i think jerry jones gonna get very impatient and, and trade for him I, yeah i or something along those lines dave you're the saints guy or used to be yeah. the freeze guy how what does this news come to you uh this is definitely surprising oh, well i don't know i don't know how surprising it is because sean payton has had 
really kind of a rocky tenure in um, in New Orleans. And for everyone considering him to be, you know, one of the top head coaches, mm. he hasn't really done all that much. You know what I mean? And now don't get me wrong. I stuck up for Drew Brees last week because Drew Brees didn't go, do as much either because, well, a lot of shit happened. Here's the thing, though. Sean Payton made a lot of the shit happen for himself. Uh, and that that can't be denied, right? We have uh, Bounty Gate and you know, blah, 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 all that other stuff. Uh, the Taysom Hill experience, which is another gross thing. I think personally, they uh, saw that they were going to have a movie done with Kevin James playing him, and they forced him out of the NFL, which is, Ooh. I, I am so Ooh. okay with that. Is that a hot what take? A, what a preface for the future part of this episode dave you didn't even try to do that no i didn't i just realized no, that holy that was shit good. yeah <laughs> yeah baby okay sean payton's out uh hey, did you guys see this the net before sorry before we continue sean payton he has a little like netflix movie on a, out about him have you guys watched it i watched no, it no we have not I, oh, at least i haven't dave have you home team no, I will never watch that. No, it's got we'll, Kevin James in it. We might, we might have to tell Tunny to watch it next week, and then we'll review that with Tunny next week. Okay. Yeah, I think that's oh. what we should do. That but sounds awful. Farewell, Sean Payton. Let's get into the new hirings, I guess, today. and Or for the other ones. Oh, we and uh, four quick, new coaches. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, we forgot Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I don't want to talk about he's Ben Roethlisberger. He's old. He was bad. Yeah, okay, good. He sucks. Next. Yes. Okay. The four new coaches hired. We got Matt Eberfuss to the Bears. Yeah. Brian Dable to New York Giants. Nathaniel Hackett to Denver. And the big surprise, I think, Josh McDaniels to yeah. Vegas. Let's I, let why don't you, Gianna, give me like your quick off the top of your head, rank the hirings for me. One to four off of those ones right there between Hackett, Dable, McDaniels, right. Eberfluss, or one maybe that stands out. As like I like that one, and one that's no, I'm not a fan of that one. If you can't rank up, um, I think I think Josh McDaniels is a good hire. I do. Um, he's a long tenured, you know, offensive coordinator. He was there 2012 to 2021 for the Patriots. He was there even earlier than that too. I think he had like some stints that he wasn't with the Patriots, but I think it's going to be good. Uh, I also was a little bit surprised. I know that their interim coach. Um, was really well liked by like the whole team, just kind of given what, oh my gosh, the Raiders have been through off the field, right? With their whole wild. Drama. Yeah, it is wild, really. Um, with like the Henry Ruggs car accident situation and John Gruden and that controversy surrounding Damon him. Arnett. Yeah, there, there yeah. was there was one every yeah. week. This so. literally goes on and on. And so when Derek Carr was like. He, I think he like sent out this tweet. He's just like, you are so loved and adored by all of us. And like, he just, you could tell like Rich Bisaccia, is that how you pronounce his last name? I think yep. so. That's I think what so. we say. Um, yep, I think he did a hell of a job. He led him to a postseason uh, game for the first time. I think I was reading since like 2002. So it's been 19 years. No. Derek yep. Carr took them. Derek Carr took them to a, a playoff. Yeah, and then he got hurt right before they lost. Yeah, it. that's yeah. right. Connor Cook did start, but you're, uh, yeah, I, you're, you're, there's so it is, but it is only their second one since. Yeah, then, sure. Right, yeah, that's, that's right. for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think there was something to be said about that. Um, taking taking them to that 
to even just like the wild card postseason game. So I think it was maybe a bit of a surprise that maybe they didn't keep him. Um, but I know that interim coaches, I feel like are, are kind of tricky because it seems like they're not really, they're usually not hired long-term. That's why it's called interim. But I think, I think Josh McDaniels will bow well for the offense, especially Derek Carr. Like I think he, he, Derek Carr joked. He's like, I will never leave the Raiders organization. Like I will forever be there. I, I, I'd rather quit football than not like stay with the Raiders. So, I mean, I think it'll, it'll be good. Um, that, that was a good hire. That was like my, in my most recent memory, because that was just like right there on my bleacher report a couple days ago, Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. So I was like, okay, cool. Kind of out of left wild. field too. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder how much, I wonder how much Derek Carr had a say in this because I know that they had mentioned about talking to him and I, I, I feel like this is something that he had to kind of get the, the th- give the thumbs up on. And I mean, it's Josh McDaniels, dude's an offensive yep. guy, uh, offensive yeah. whiz kid. And yep. I'm sure Derek Carr wants to be all over that playbook. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's going to be exciting for sure to watch them and their new stadium, by the way, is so freaking pretty. It's, it's awesome there. So I, I know their fan base is always good wherever they go, but it's better um, what I, they had in Oakland. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oakland sucks. Are you kidding? Absolutely. <laughs> not. Uh-uh. No, no San Francisco out. bias. None at all. Now, uh, like San Francisco, Tommy, we, you know that. Sorry, Danville, Dan, I, something like oh that. Oh, God. Um, anyway. <laughs> Whatever it was. I, I, I was more, uh, Dave, when it comes to Nathaniel Hackett, do you yeah. think that that is now the invitation for Aaron to go? Do you think that was only Denver just trying to do that? Or is that put the Packers on the clock at all? What, that's the story around it now. Aaron obviously losing the first round couple weeks ago or was it last week or I feel like it's so long ago at this point now um but Hackett gets hired right away in Denver Where, yeah. what, what do you think that means for Aaron's future well I know that that was John Elway all over that shit because you know John Elway loves old quarterbacks um and that the whole reason why they did that is to try to get Aaron Rodgers I I can I can wholeheartedly make that statement with a hundred percent certainty. I, I I don't think anyone else is questioning that either. Now, I don't know whether or not Green Bay trades him. They seem very high on trying to run this back, which I think is just a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you guys are the Green Bay fans, right? I'm so curious to know what your take is on if he's if he's leaving, is he going? I mean, that was just a whole I think me and Dave both would just say, trade him. Go ahead. I'm cool with it. Yeah, we are. You're kind of like not on the Aaron train. You're just kind of like, eh, this guy's kind of an asshole. He's He's good at football, but we are willing to admit he's an asshole. Look, look, I, uh, I was in the, the, uh, the group of people that said, give Aaron Rodgers a chance when he uh, took over for Favre. But to be fair, I am now in that same boat for Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love has pro ball potential. I have seen uh, his play, and I, I think he looks pretty good. He looks better than people give him credit for. I agree. And and at this point, we need to trade Aaron Rodgers. You have only a couple more seasons left of him, and you trade him now and get what you can for him. Do it like uh, Herschel Walker And style. if you do it to Denver, we're taking the ninth pick. 
and we're going to get probably another first round pick and probably another two. two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking a, two first. Uh, uh, I think we're getting their first two picks the next two years from Denver because Elway wants them that bad. And it's, I think we it's can Elway. I think yeah. you can get three first round picks out of Elway and, and maybe even a player. Yeah. And Rogers is always was high on packet, right? Just, and that's probably why they, the whole strategy of, Oh, can we, can we get him to Denver? You know, well, I think he's high on them because he can boss him around, to be honest. I mean, at the end of the day, I get it. Who's going to tell yeah. Aaron Rodgers anything that he doesn't yeah. already know as the offensive? You can't teach him any more than you need to already. But yeah. he's going to go to Denver. If he goes to Denver to follow Hackett, it's because then it's Aaron's team. It's not Hackett's yeah. team exactly. ever. It's exactly. As and I'm, soon as he gets there, it's Aaron's see team. I there 100%. I could see and him in Denver. I'm pretty high on their OC replacement, too. I, I've always loved Adam Senovich. And I, the minute that I, I saw Nathaniel Hackett was going, I knew Stenovich was taking that OC position. And I'm so happy for it. I think they, uh, they lucked out big time because Stenovich was, was a guy that people were looking at for a long time. Right. Should we get into these championship games? Wait, there wait, was some wait. Great, oh, go for it. One before more. Before we do, before we do, I need to hear your guys' thoughts on the Bears' defensive coordinator, that hiring, because that was a bit of a head-scratcher for me, I will say. I looked Eber at that Flutes. and I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting considering the Bears just are notoriously have been bad at offense ever since I've grown up, grown up watching them. So, oh. I mean, if you the week before – I had said that this was going to be their hire because this is a total bears hire. They hire a guy who yeah. is either not really that proven or a guy that is way past his prime. I mean, look at what they do with Matt Nagy, Mark Tressman, John Fox, like uh, Lovey Smith was like their last, I think respectable head coach. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave on that. You think of any, Oh other yeah. Ones? No, no. That's, 100% is the last respectable uh, coach. What, the bears Tressman? have been, you're Jesus yeah, the, Christ. The Bears have been missing for a while on the coaching right. uh, carousel. So I saw when they were interviewing him and they had interest in him, it, it felt like a Bears hire from the beginning. And uh, no surprise yeah, from yeah. the Packer fans on Eberflus, I think. I, I, I would say of the four hirings, I would probably rank him at the lowest right, right now. Brian yeah. Dable's interesting because he's just dealt. He's got the worst situation by far uh, yeah. of, of the four that got hired. The Giants are a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, I argue whoever inherits the Jaguars organization might be a little bit worse. That's where Basaccia is going. <laughs> oh no! Market, what? Market. What? You just? Oh my god! You guys, that place is a dumpster fire. No, okay, market. you guys saw their. They're fans, right? Dressing up as like clowns, saying fire. And they won. And, and they oh. won. Yeah, <laughs> this is no, this is exactly where Basaccio goes because he didn't get a chance for 40 years and then he gets his chance and then he gets screwed over because they suck. This is how the story plays out. I, it's, it writes itself. Let's talk about these championship games. We have the Super Bowl set. It's the Rams and the Bengals. We all saw that coming at the beginning of the year. And let's talk about the AFC championship game first. It's the first game of the day. And me and Dave, Dave, we did it. We willed the Bengals there, I think. I'm going to oh, say yeah. that right now. We were, Dave was on the board, on the train from the beginning. Called the Bengals at the start of the playoffs, making the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, dude, I told you. It's amazing. Up there with his Alex Leatherwood predictions. I mean, no one else. 
thought it was there. They actually had the lowest odds of any team in the playoffs to start it, and I thought that was kind of ridiculous. They, they, I thought they proved themselves enough, and now you got to look at it. They might have the best offensive weaponry in the NFL. I mean, uh, they have receivers for days. Uzama went down, unfortunately. He probably won't play in the Super Bowl, but – Joe Mixon is in his bag now. We we slandered Joe Mixon so hard at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and, we did it last week. What are you talking about? And now he's he's got it. He's got their run game down. Jamar Chase is absolutely insane to watch. Oh. And Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, Joe Burrow, however you want to call him, he he's he's part of my hot take later on. So get ready for that. Right. In his <laughs> freaking veins. Do you guys do you guys see how he showed up? Like. <laughs> To Arrowhead, swag, like, just the code, and like he's just walking. Like Drew Lock wants to be I, Joe Burrow so bad. I, That's you, exactly you to, what it is. You have to unseat uh, Drew Lock as like swaggiest quarterback. That's it's true. not even close anymore. No, yeah, it's Joe definitely Burrow Joe Burrow is just now. So full of cockiness. What I shouldn't say, confidence. He's so it's full of confidence. Bad. It's amazing. It's it's incredible. They literally the Bengals went from worst to first in the span of. Two years. The ma- the fact that Burrow just like turned this team around, and and even when he went down with that ACL injury last year, like you can't even write a better script. I mean, they lost the coin toss for God's sake. Teams who lose the coin toss in the postseason are ten and one. The odds are not in their favor. But what did they do? They went down from twenty one to three. They scored t- eighteen unanswered points. Evan McPherson's just what can I say about him? He literally also I, the swaggiest. I, I have Evan McPherson next Adam Vinatieri written in my notes right there. I, he's just every so week he's going good. out and doing it right Perfect. now. Every week, what a guy! I need I, have, I need his autograph. I I need it. I'm not sharing it with us. Like Evan I, McPherson's gonna go next to my bedside table, and I'm just gonna like like pet it at, at each night and and dream oh, ver- about verbal him. verbal meme. Wolverine laying, looking at the picture, except we crop Dave's face, and it's Evan McPherson looking at the picture. I, I yeah, can make yeah. that happen. I will make that In fact, I'm going to make that right now. <laughs> exactly. I, I saw on LinkedIn this morning that the Cincinnati Bengals, like, ran out of Evan McPherson jerseys, like, indefinitely. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't blame their fan base. I would, I would want to hop on an Evan McPherson jersey, too. I mean, he kicked his way pretty much into the Super Bowl. So, I mean, he's he's a big reason why they're they're in that position that they are now. So, I Happy think for the kid. What, what was the the part that was I I almost thought that the Chiefs were going to do it. I mean, they were on their ass in the beginning. It was not close. Joe Burrow in the fourth quarter threw that pick to Legarius Sneed and if you know me, Dave, I tell you, I love Joe Burrow, but what does he do? He throws the worst interceptions in the NFL. There's oh, no one else who does it. So he throws bad. them, and it's like that was the worst yeah, time was, to throw an that interception. That was severely underthrown. But thank God they didn't capitalize on that. They unlike, didn't. Unlike Lucky the enough. Bengals, who capitalized on a Mahomes interception and scored the touchdown, converted the two was points. Was that the first play of overtime? At the end, too, was it the first play through the pick or second play of the overtime? It was like 15 seconds had run off the clock in oh, overtime no, I'm, at the, I'm the second about one. The third quarter when he threw the pick, not the overtime pick. The uh, was that he the one to two, he threw two interceptions? Yeah, I think he threw one to Bates the first one, right? I might have been, I'm not even sure now, I can't remember it. Um, there, there was 
it was an eventful game, and to have Joe Burrow come back from that, it's really going to – this three-year stretch he's been on has been a tear. He could become just the third quarterback to ever win the Heisman and a Super Bowl, and the other two being – or rather a national championship and a Super Bowl. No one has ever won a Heisman, a national championship, and a Super Bowl. He could be the first person to do That's that. insane. He, 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 the other two names being Joe Montana and Joe Namath, by the way. So, yeah. Hall of Fame company. Of Pretty good company. I mean, that would be incredible. I, I, I'm rooting for the Bengals, honestly, because even though, like, technically— No NorCal bias, either. No, so. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> I think I'd be rooting for the Rams because they have actually three Utah players on their team. One of them I did a story on um, my senior year, and— Anyway, I mean, I, I have a soft spot a little bit in my heart for the Rams because of that. But also, I hate L.A. I, that would be a disgrace if I rooted for an L.A. team, considering how much I hate the Dodgers. Are you kidding? I know this is football, but still, I could never, ever root for an L.A. team, ever. So, I can root for I can root for Aaron Donald. Okay. I want Aaron Donald to win. I don't really want anyone else on that team. I especially don't want Jalen Ramsey to win. Or Odell. They're both well, annoying oh as hell. Yeah. Let's get into the NFC championship game then. Bengals moving on to the Super Bowl. Oh. I Super exciting. Super exciting. Yeah, the NFC exciting. game. I, I want to say this, Dave. I think our narrative on Matt Stafford completely shifted. I think we were kind of rooting for him in the beginning when he went to L.A. And, you know, he was on the Lions. And we knew he was talented with the oh. team that he was with over there playing him twice a year. I mean, he would get into some battles with us that we would usually end up on top. But we always have problems with the Lions during the games, at least. Yep. And we find a way to win at the end. That's where Aaron Rodgers threw the Hail Mary, of course, the one that's so famous. Yep. And yep. He had, I think even two years ago, we didn't lead the Lions an until there was zero seconds on the clock. And we went 2-0 and against them both times. Literally had no... We, we did not lead the game throughout both games. It was either two years ago or three years ago. Now I should have looked that up beforehand, but a crazy game. on the last two, another comeback uh, that looked like the 49ers. Maybe we're going to be in there. Sorry, Gianna. I would like to say before this, I don't know if I ever brought this up. Uh, Jimmy Ward, his aunt taught me at Parkside. So like she was, she's a sweetheart. I mean, shout out to Kim. Uh, but Jimmy Ward, big pick in the end zone that really shifted it for him. I thought the 49ers were going to maybe pull something out. And uh, uh, Matt Stafford is able to find Cooper Cup whenever he wants. Cooper yeah. Cup should be the MVP. I'm sorry. Realistically, he should if it counted all the season. But it's going to be either Aaron or Tom, whoever they decide on from there. Gianna, San Francisco fan, how you feeling the day after? Um, I wrote in my notes in all caps, pain. <laughs> that was my recap, pain. Okay, no, but honestly, in all seriousness, um, it was that was a tough way to go out. You know, I think with all the scrutiny that Jimmy Garoppolo has been under, I would argue just the last few years, ever since he went to San Francisco, um, it it was tough to see that like play, right? Like that end of the play. But at the same time, Obviously, it's a team effort, so there's not going to be one person to blame. I mean, you had Tart just completely drop that interception yeah. that was right in his hands, right? That totally could have shifted the game. But instead, it 
had the momentum on LA side and it, the defense just looked gas. They just didn't really have an answer. Like you said, Cooper cup, he's just incredible. He's all, all over the place. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was tough. It was tough to see. Um, it's going to be interesting though, really what the Niners will do right with this, with Jimmy G's future. That's a huge discussion point. And I saw like on bleacher report, like, the love that Trey Lance and Jimmy G have for each other, it is like such mutual, mutual respect. And Trey Lance, I can tell he's like learned a lot from him. I'm sure this year. And it's been a hell of a ride that the Niners have been on. I mean, his win percentage is like, like I said earlier in this podcast, like 70%. Also, it's really hard to beat a team seven consecutive times. Like we had, we've had (laughs) on the Rams. So like, it was going to come down. And even though it was technically a home game for the Rams, it was like 50% Niners. Like, come on, you know, it's a, it's a California battle. Like, of course the Niners fans are going to show up, yeah. but anyway, try, try as a LA might by, you know, kicking everyone out. Oh, I know. LA fans were just the absolute worst. Like in any sport, they just <laughs> don't show up. Okay. They're just the fakest fans I've ever seen in my life. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I would like to see Jimmy for another year, but I don't know, obviously the logistic wise, I don't know how that's going to work with like the whole cap space and everything and how much money that they're paying Trey Lance. And yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, I could tell how much like Jimmy G loves this team. Like, I don't know if you saw the feature story with Aaron Andrews about like, uh, she was like asking me about Lambeau field and like Debo Samuel and like their pregame ritual and all that stuff with like the beatbox and the music. And I don't know, it's hard. Cause I feel like Jimmy's just a stand-up guy and like he obviously his team backs him up for sure. You know? So that's what, that's what's hard about it. Cause it's like the future is kind of, I don't know. Like I hope to God Trey Lance is, all he's made out to be the third overall pick. And we saw bits and pieces of him this year that looked good. And some that, you know, not so much. And he's granted a rookie quarterback. He still has a lot to learn. Um, but yeah, I think the, the future of the, of the Niners quarterback position, it's, it's kind of hard to, to see that, you know, to see it, how it ended. Like Trey, Lance, I tell you, Trey Lance is the guy next season. I it's I'm sorry, Jimmy G is gone. I, I, I oh, agree. I think he, I, but that's oh. what I see at least. I, I thought there should have been 700 interceptions in this game. I didn't think the quarterback play was all that great. There was sloppy footballs being thrown whenever. I mean, the Debo Samuel screen touchdown was nuts. Like, that was really cool. But And, and the George Kittle one at the end. I mean, there wasn't any crazy throws. It seems like Cooper Cup was the one making the plays in the game, not the quarterbacks. Right. And that's that's like the problem, right, with, I guess – Jimmy G and like the scrutiny he goes under. Yes, he wins. He wins games. Absolutely. He finds a way to, but I think his inconsistency compare or uh, coupled with like him being just so injury prone, like the last, what, three or four years, he's had always some type of injury. Right. So it's, it's kind of difficult to, to keep that consistency when you're low key, like always hurt and you're not at a hundred percent. And if you're just making bad decisions, right. Or like throwing interceptions or almost interceptions, like at that green Bay game, he definitely of course made some questionable decisions, but it was also in negative weather and he probably couldn't feel his hand. 76 yards. Yeah. 76 yards. (laughs) 
was bullshit. That was bullshit. I just want to. I just want to put this in the in the time right now. Uh, I have already completed the Wolverine Evan McPherson meme. Uh, it gonna, was, I'll send it to Gianna so she can get it. It was. Uh, I, I'm. I'm just telling you. I sent I it to your so Snapchat. Good. That was I'm pretty so quick. good. That was at, pretty fast. Uh, at fucking Photoshop, <laughs> oh dude. I'm so good at it. All on my phone. I feel like a god. I feel like a god. Let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit, real quick here. A small preview of it, Dave. I think next week we should come with prop the prop bets. We're gonna go Those through are a the lot. Best. Yeah, the we're best gonna go ones. through the prop bets after. I don't think there's very very many out right now, so be on the lookout for that next week. We're gonna go through all the prop bets. I think of the Super Bowl, but let's just go real quick on it. Don't give too much detail away. First thoughts on it, Dave. Who you rooting for versus who do you think is going to win? I mean, who am I rooting for? Right, rooting I know for the, the Bengals. Bengals. Do you think the Bengals are going to win then? Who day? Uh, I'm just going to say no. I don't. I, I, I look at that offensive line. Look at that defensive line. Uh, you thought nine sacks was a lot uh, in the in Aaron the Donald Tennessee. might have nine sacks after it, that. Game. It's going to be brutal. And again, I didn't believe him uh, this past week. And I was proven wrong. Maybe it can happen again. Yeah. They uh, they seemed like they kind of figured it out a little bit with their offensive I mean, line issues. They were able to protect him in the moments they needed to. And Joe Burrow was on a mission in Kansas well, City, right. running for his that life. Is, defense most certainly figured it out in the second half. I mean, that game was a tale of two halves. It was completely different, completely flipped the script. I don't know. Well, I, and that, that I'm going to say one more thing, too, on that, is that Kansas City got cute. They dropped a lot of the ideas that they ran in that first half to go into that second half, and that ultimately cost them the game. And we hate cute football. Cost them that game literally was right before the half. They were on the one-yard line. He throws that pass to Tyree Kill. Instead of looking towards the end zone, he just throws it back. Yeah. That completely stopped their momentum. The Bengals had hope. They were like, oh, my gosh, we're only down by two possessions. We just stopped along the yard line in the red zone. Like, we got this. We got a chance to come back. That was, in my opinion, that was the the what totally changed the game for them. So. Gianna. Yes. Who are you thinking for the Super Bowl? What do you, What's your uh, takes on it? Okay, so you guys saw that the Rams opened up as a four point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's technically at SoFi Stadium. It's at home with the Rams fan base, right? So it's like. Which are terrible. They they don't yeah. show up to games. What? It, crazy. So, I mean, I feel like there's going to be a lot of Cincinnati fans there. Oh, they're going to show up. The they're Midwest shows show up. up. They're going to show up. I hope Jarrett goes. I swear to God. If he's not there. I mean. I, I don't know. I feel like Super Bowl tickets. What's the cheapest true. ticket got to be to the Super Bowl? A couple grand. I think I saw 5000 I was about to say. Yeah, it's going to be hey, pretty pricey to get there. I'm rooting for the Bengals. <laughs> If he goes all out and he just full sends it, like that, I'm, root, that would I'm rooting for the Bengals. I but hope they I'm do totally it. I'm rooting for them. I think, honestly, I'm. I'll take the Bengals. I'll take them because I think Joe Burrow has had such a magnificent, magnificent season with Jamar Chase and literally any everywhere else on their offense is just insanely good. Um, so I, I'll take them for sure. I think their momentum is not going to stop here. I mean, they beat them in Kansas city. That's probably like the hardest thing to do in the playoffs and they lost the coin toss. So I feel like they seem invincible right now. And with Evan McPherson on your team, 
hello, the game's on the line. The, the game's tied. You you send Evan McPherson out there to kick the game-winning Super Bowl. You bet your ass he'll do it. I need that. I need that. I want he another Evan turns to Joe. He turn, turns to Joe Burrow and goes, guess we're winning the Super Bowl. Guess we're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's get into this Love new it. segment we're doing today. We're going to start a draft up, okay? We are going to maybe keep this on the pod every once in a while. We're going to do snake style drafting here as you would like fantasy football style. We're going to have a new topic every time. First one we're going to do athletes that need a movie. That is the first one. Oh, she, she liked it too. I was telling Dave before I'm going to wipe the floor with you guys because I I love my list. I love it so much. My board's great. How are we going to determine this draft order? Um, she's she's the she's the guest. She should go first. Oh, oh no! What? That's BS. I'm trying to and, win this thing. And it was my birthday uh, over the weekend, so I should go second. Okay, I'll get the three four wraparound. I'm cool with that. That's fine. But, yeah, I um I'm scared that I have two. I have one that I really want, and I'm scared Dave might take it. I I'm really scared. Um, Wait, how should we do this? Should we go like? Name off all like three or three to four picks or rotate like we no, pick. it's a draft. Like there's a yep. board, and if your pick gets taken, like he's off oh, the board. Shit. Yeah, it's okay. a draft. And, so that will give you the one first at a pick. time. Like, one at a time. I feel like one of my picks you guys won't get. So I think I think I'm chill. I, I, have, I have a couple of sneaky I have ones. a few. Yeah, I have a few that I'm confident you guys won't have on there. But yeah, I think too. my I need to get my first pick. Otherwise, I'm gonna quit. So okay, okay. and. Uh, okay. Uh, this is this is how the, the it's going to be set up. We are going to pick the person that uh, the the athlete that needs a movie, and then we are also going to designate the actor or actress to play that person as well. So we are really setting the scene, and uh, then we'll kind of chit chat about a, a small plot because yeah, maybe just for a little bit. These these one. there there are definitely stories to be had for a lot of these people. All right, Gianna. You are going to be on the board whenever you're ready to go, unless you had a question there. No, I, I didn't have a question. I think okay, good. you're on the board whenever. I okay. mean, this is the first pick ever in Down the Wire draft history, so don't mess this up. <laughs> I, I hope not. No pressure. Okay, well, I feel like this is only appropriate given just how recent this has all been. And since you guys are Green Bay fans, I think it's only fair to say that Aaron Rodgers should have his own movie. Just specifically, specifically dedicated to the whole entire drama that unfolded in Green Bay. That I All right. watch because there is. That was not going to be my first pick. So no, okay. that's okay, a that's a that that's a solid that. choice though. Oh, Who, who's the actor? Who's the actor you got playing okay. Aaron Rodgers? Um, Brad Pitt. I put Brad Pitt. Mm, okay. Okay. I don't All know. right. I feel like I can that get behind that. I, I, I was uh, Brad Pitt is more of a Tom Brady in my in my eyes. I just know? didn't. I don't know. I I'm think trying of, to like figure out who like kind of looks like him or who could play his part. I was just like trying to. I also I don't know if he's as sly assholey enough. I have another guy on the list that I okay. think fits for a better guy that I also could see for Aaron Rodgers, but I might pick him, so I'm not going to say him yet. See, I don't know if we could if we could have a movie. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers because we just had a movie not too long ago called Fighting with My Family. Mm, yikes. <laughs> now, if the actor is taken, is the actor off the board too? Um, you, you know what? I don't think so. I think uh, there, there are some I, guys I don't have Brad Pitt on my board, but I'm just saying if we have 
an athlete and the actor, I think you got to draft them together almost. I think oh that God. should do you want to go that far? I, right. I think that's how it is. All maybe. right. All right. Then I can, uh, I can get behind that. All right. Jenna, All right. We're good. Okay. We're good. So I'm in Ra- the theater. Okay. Brad Pitt as Aaron Rodgers with the first yes. pick. I don't hate board. it. I don't hate it. Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay. Dave pick two. Okay. Okay. So this one is going to seem like a weird pick and then you're going to realize how fucking great it is. Mm. Right. Uh, I'm also going with uh, like, I'm, I'm trying to win the Oscar for best picture right here. Oh no, please. Give me Pat Tillman played by Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. I love Channing Tatum. (laughs) Uh, I'm just, but like, look at those two players. Pat Tillman is a, is very iconic in the sports world for his sacrifice and stuff. I think that that is a movie just waiting to be happened, waiting yeah. to be made. That That's is fair such, enough. That is such, I, I'm actually stunned that the Pat Tillman movie hasn't happened yet. I know they, they did like a documentary of it, but, um, but, but no actual movie? Come on. Okay, so who was the actor you had? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, there it was. For the Pat Tillman movie. I can get behind that, Jack dude, that, you know, kind of exemplifies the macho personality that Pat Tillman gave off as well with it. I, I, I respect it. Neither of those two on my board, just to say, right there. So I don't know if we're all in the same direction at all with it here, but I, I don't hate either of those picks. Aaron Rodgers, Brad Pitt, and then... Uh, Tom, you're writing these down, right? I am writing them down. Yeah, okay, that's good. what I'm typing out right now. We had Pat Tillman and Channing Tatum. Yeah, it seems like a weird first pick, but you know what? Like, if that movie was be, to be made, that is, like, Oscar, like, right there, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know if Channing Tatum has an Oscar. All right, no one took my first pick. This is what I would have taken with the one pick, and I'm getting it with the three pick. So I'm oh, considering this value. value. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Give me a Nick Foles movie, and John Hedder's playing him. Yeah, Napoleon Heater, sorry. Napoleon Dynamite is Nick Foles. Yeah, um, if it's not called Big Dick Nick, it's not. It's not right. Like, absolutely, it's, is my number one pick. Nick Foles needs a okay. movie, dude. He came up yeah. as a backup quarterback to Carson Wentz season, sitting on the sideline. I want like, I I want him on the sideline, like eating boogers or something, like just completely <laughs> like goofing around, like oh something God. you would totally see as a comedy, and then he just comes in and starts kicking ass and beats Tom Brady as the movie credits roll at the end. That's my number one pick. I, I like would have took it That's with so the first good. pick. Yeah, I would have <laughs> took it with the first pick. I already I, know. You you said you told me uh, before we did this, the start of this podcast, that you did some research. I know you, the exact fucking article you were looking at. I well, he's on a couple it. of them. He's on a couple of them. I have I have original ones, too. I might take an original one next because that was one I did look up. But that one's perfect. That one's great. I think that's about as good as it gets. Now, we get into... Uh, some 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 territories here. I have I do have a little bit of a football lean on them. I have a couple that are from all around, but it was a lot easier for football players on me and coaches. Uh now I got pressure, it feels like. I'm gonna take uh shit, man. You were, yeah, no shit. You're taking forever. 
Give me Omar Epps playing Mike Tomlin. Fuck! I yeah. had him on there. I had him. Yeah. Or or Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I don't know which no, one no, I should No, 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 no. You said you, you take first. Dibs, okay, man. I'm going to take Omar Epps. He looks exactly like Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, like, he looks those, exactly like Those two like are him. the same person. Have you ever seen him in the same room together? No. 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 Exactly. exactly. Same person. Uh, and talk about a great, uh, a great like movie just to have like Omar Epps, Mike Tomlin, it just being the very aggressive coach that he is. And then, uh, so, okay. I don't know if anyone has, has him on there. Do you, who you got playing Ben Roethlisberger then? Oof. Uh, Larry, the cable guy. Oh, I was going to go, um, uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, have that voice too. <laughs> yes. So I, I, I have taken my first two picks. All right. It's Nick Foles, John Hedder, Omar Epps, and Mike Tomlin. I am pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that. I'm on. No, that. no, I, I'm taking one right now that uh, I'm going to take. Two gigantic names off the board. Well, you can only take one because it's snake style. Uh, no, not if I'm taking an actor and uh, the, uh, what's it called? And the athlete. So both of oh, these are fair gigantic. enough. Fair enough. Give me Tiger Woods played by Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, okay. Huge, huge names. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to look in the red. You know what I mean? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan can do it, dog. Michael B. Jordan can do it. I, 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 uh, I, 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 I was go. not surprised. I was surprised by that one. That one got me. Yeah. One... But like, but like clearly some of the biggest names in, uh, in sports and in, uh, like the celebrity world right now. And, uh, I, God, do you know how many fucking stories we can go off of, uh, Tiger Woods? That is, Infinite. that is again, yeah. So many different routes you could go with that. Stanford Cardinal, go, right, Gianna? Yeah. Big time. Oh my God, you guys! I am right. I I'm looking up. So I don't know if you can. You guys see this? Andrew Luck. <laughs> Ooh. And Stephon Taylor. We literally have my dad. I I live at my dad's house. We have a man cave. We used to have a man cave, but this is like the definition. We have Stephon Taylor. We got Andrew Luck. We got the Cardinal with the Rose Bowl. We got the Stanford hat. We were. We're a big uh, Stanford family. Cardinal, do you hear it? (laughs) (laughs) From the back. Absolutely. Horrific football season. We don't we don't need to talk about it. But our men's team just beat USC twice, and our our women's team uh, won a national championship last year. Oh, they're winners. Tiger Woods, Michael B. Jordan off the board. (laughs) Dave, you're probably going to have to make a graphic for this as well if I'm writing them all down. Oh, dear God. So just something small, you know, whatever might be it. We're all the way back to you, Gianna. You had the first pick. This is your second pick. You're going to get the second and third pick. Are we going to do four rounds or three? Four rounds. Go for it. Yeah, I like four. I'm feeling this. Yeah, I think we're all in. All right, Gianna. Hopefully none of my picks. I'm going to veer away from – we've talked about football a lot. There's some Tiger Woods in there. But I – so badly want a movie just on Steph Curry actor Will Smith I think he would he would play him really well right. I mm. want to see 
like obviously there there's been like little mini kind of series about him like getting to this point and he's like a three-time champion and da 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 you know MS MVP his accolades go on and on but I want to have a movie that like specifically just dictates the point of like where what everybody was doing like where the world was when he broke Ray Allen's three-point record like I would love that reenactment of that um at like the Knicks stadium they stopped the game for him like that's just I don't know I feel like that's such a he's such a revolutionizer of the game of basketball like people just take the three ball like every other play I swear to god now because of what Steph Curry has been able to do behind the arc like it's just it's amazing to see how much he's changed the game and I think that would be perfect to have a movie on that and like the time and place everything that happened right he'll now be a to- he'll be a top five player by the end of his career of all time, of all time. Of all he's, time. he's pretty yeah. damn close to it already I mean yeah, yeah. he's gonna be that. up there he's yeah, gonna be there for sure that's a great pick great pick for sure. what, what's you going with your second pick okay none of I don't think any of you are gonna get this I don't know if you guys know who she is I hope you do but anyway um so I've actually been really into gymnastics like the last few years because the Utah Red Rocks are huge huge in gymnastics they're like oh yeah we're big oh, we Red follow Rocks guys sure. yeah <laughs> they call us the Red Rockets Oh, God. <laughs> oh my. wait does wisconsin have a gymnastics team no no wisconsin at all i mean no gymnastics <laughs> Shit, i ruined my joke i, I had it i assume I they have to i don't know i don't go to they the don't gym have it. Meets, okay but... wait i think they do i swear okay. to god they do they probably do we don't watch it's it gymnastics. we don't know anything about it you guys it's so fun to watch and our our husband center like sw- sells out every time Every time, and we, we have, have Midwest Twisters. Does that season. count? Two yeah. Olympians. What? <laughs> so we right have Midwest Avenue. Yep, yeah, over there by the airport. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a true sorry, story. That, that's that a, that's a personal. Get, but that's sorry, a, a personal. But like, that's something that it's a regional joke, uh, not yeah. a personal joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't know. But anyway, um, I love like the story of. Nadia Comaneci. I think that's her. That's how you oh, yeah. Nadia Comaneci. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So she was the first to score a perfect 10, like in modern Olympic history. Followed up with like six more. She has like 15 gold medals. Like it's, it's just crazy. So she, I feel like she needs a movie on herself. She's also the first success story of the, the Corollis. And I don't know if you guys have seen like the story behind, you know, USA Gymnastics and that whole controversy that happened with them, but um, Rollies were a big part of that scandal. And like, she literally lived in communist Romania and like how she was able to escape to the US. And I don't know, I feel like she needs like a straight up movie on her because she's the actress. such a good sport and it's what? Oh, the so actress? who's the actress? Okay, I was looking up actresses. I was like, okay, short actresses because you can't, be a gymnast and like an actress who's like above i don't know five four i feel like five four is tall i'm tom, five, so tom cruise that's not a tall person. <laughs> <laughs> okay i was looking i was looking and i was like you know what i think vanessa hudgens can make a good good comeback in her oh okay i, I love vanessa hudgens i think she'd be great so that was all me. right that's a for that yeah i know you guys probably would surprising never, one you know I, what 
I love this, Gianna, because you're drafting for yourself. That's what I want out of this. We are trying to draft for ourselves. You want to be true to yourself and draft for you're not pandering anywhere at all. I'm not going to sit here and not draft a female athlete, okay? That revolutionized sports. Come on. I can That's fair. Fair enough. Dave, Dave, come around with your third pick, right? Those are second and third. Steph Curry, Will Smith. I Mr. What was Nadia. her name? Nadia Comici. Nadia. Nadia Comici. <laughs> Sorry, Vanessa Hudgens got it written down. Yep. All right, all right. I all did. Right. I did remember her being the first woman to get the perfect ten. I do. Know, I didn't know that was her name, but yep. I have heard that story. Cool. So, awesome. Dave, do you hear it? I got you. Know, love it. <laughs> Dave, your third pick. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with another uh, athlete surrounded by controversy. Mm. Give me Lance Armstrong. Played by Michael Fassbender. Well, I don't know who La- Michael Fassbender is. Look so. him up. Look him up. That, that's the dude that played um that played Magneto in the like young. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, like, yeah. Dude looks like him. Yeah, dude that's looks fair. like him. And uh, he again, he's got some age to him. Uh, I, I think that's a good one. Not to mention it's Lance Armstrong. Again, another person that is just full of uh of stories to be had, and you mm-hmm. could do. All types of shit with that movie. And I, I think that's a, a good one to have. I I could get behind that. Yeah, he does look like him. And Lance Armstrong definitely needs a movie. Like, with the cheating and winning all the time. Like, why wouldn't you want to hear more about that? So, moving into that one. I got him right here. What was it? Michael what? Fastbender. Fastbender. Ass with an F. And then Bender. All right, I have it down. So these are my last two picks. Then these are this is what Choose I got. Wisely, yeah, Choose wisely. Oh man, to make the board is an honor, but to make the team is a privilege. So <laughs> let's see <Shut> what <laughs> we got here. Give me Tommy Lee Jones playing Bill Belichick. Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a solid choice. Yeah, I, uh, I, that was an I'm original okay one. I was an original one that did that. That was not one I saw on an article. That was, I, I, I knew I needed a Bill Belichick movie. Like that was the one in my head, and I was like, yeah. "Who the hell so can grumpy. I get over there?" Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was like the that he wasn't my first choice. I was thinking like Clint Eastwood, but he's too old. Like he's got the grumpy, oh. but he's too old. And I, I'm I, sorry. How old I do you think son. Tommy Lee Jones is? Well, Clint Eastwood's like 900. Tommy Lee Jones like 800 at least. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's not too bad. Uh, I, I think Clint Eastwood's got probably he's got to have seven to ten years on Tommy Lee Jones, right? Uh, well, I'm looking it up right now. I, dude, I don't think you know the ages. Uh, I bet you, no way, dude. Clint Eastwood's in his 90s. Wow, yeah, he is 91. Tommy Lee Jones is 75. Okay, oh, I yeah, I killed that. What for sure? That was pretty good. Never mind. Bill Belichick, Tommy Lee Jones. That seems like the that just was a good. I feel like third round, I was pretty happy with that one. Yeah, yeah. Last pick now. Um, I have two coaches. I'm gonna go away from football. I have a couple that aren't in football. I'll go away from football. Um, I guess then I got to find one. I'm going to go. This is another one I stole that I liked for a lookalike. Give me Chris Bosch with Snoop Dogg. All right. <laughs> I, uh, Chris Bosch was a hell of a player. 
All right. And he has talk about tale of two careers, even was a superstar in Toronto for all that time, became a dynamic role player in Miami. Role player starter, though. He I mean he was he was supposed to be a big three, but he never was the three, honestly. Um, but I think that his career was stopped short and he's got some ups and downs to his career. And I liked Chris Bosch when he was in the NBA. I think he's my best non-football pick, and I didn't want to go another football one. So I I'm do LeBron or something, Tommy. Your favorite. Well, who can play LeBron? Who can play LeBron? LeBron would have to play LeBron. So he's already <laughs> like, done who's that. Who's LeBron's size? I'm not talking about height. I'm talking about like build. Because like exactly. I had, oh, I was having he's problems. Average man. I've seen him. Like I was having problems myself because like Mike Tyson deserves a movie. Right, but I don't know who the fuck would play Mike Tyson at mm. all. Like I have no one that looks like him, no one that could do the hey everyone, hey how's it going, you know, it's like type voice. On top of that, uh, like I don't know if I stole that from you, Gianna. But my bad if I did. But dear God, I, I, I that is a movie that needs to be made too. Which one? Uh, which one? What were we talking? I'm sorry, I was writing down there. I, I was saying, uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike, Mike Tyson's, Tyson's movie. movie. Yes, yeah, sorry, I remember. I don't you know. Said that. I don't know who would play him. That's the thing. Like, I have no, no options for that. All right, my draft's done. Like that, Nick Foles, Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, Chris Bosh. I loved my draft. That was great for me. Uh, I have a lot of good ones on my board that I will share after. Dave, I do have some left over too, and I yeah. now like this is where I'm. Oh no, I don't know where to go. Okay. Um, I think you're intimidating by how good my draft is now on top. No, of I, dude, I'm intimidated. I have three insanely good picks left, and I, I need to decide whether or not I keep things serious or if I throw in uh, a nice humorous movie here. Because I feel I left, like I left my humor ones in the I will mention. I, I have some way Your better humor ones. You have John Heater as Nick Foles. I was that's, that a, that's a good one, though. That's a like, serious that's, movie. <laughs> but it's a, I mean, yeah, I guess. But I bet, still, I bet it's a good, com, but it's a good actor to. No, no, no. no. I, I was talking about a, a comedy and not a drama. Okay, okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Like fair that's enough. where I, that's where I'm kind of having issues here. Um, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go another serious route i'm gonna take michael phelps played by john krasinski oh my god mm. i was almost looking into michael phelps last night i'm glad it's not on my like actual list but oh, i love almost. that took michael phelps i love that yeah i mean like 30 gold medals he needs one no, right he's insane he's insane i can't it's crazy I know Joe is going to message me like, yeah, fuck yeah, Michael Phelps, Marilyn, yeah, like after this, but. I hope he listens to this. Oh my oh, God. Oh, Joe listen. Joe's an avid listener. He, he's, oh, he's usually oh. on. He's good, usually on. Dave, how do you, how do you feel about it? Michael Phelps. Oh, dude, these are, these are all like in the hunt for uh, best picture with like best actor. And who did I you have, great. who did you have playing him? Uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, right. Uh, they're not uh, they're not dead on with the face, but it's pretty damn close. You know what I mean? And, well, and you know what? You shave his head like Michael Phelps, right? We don't we don't know what's happening. You know what that's I mean? What he I'm might saying. get pretty close. Yeah, there. I think that's a, a solid. And you know, like he's been built. 
and like built like a swimmer. I think that that's a, that he's got the right body shape, which is important as well. Gianna, you had the first pick. You have the last pick of the draft. Hey, Finish it out. I was struggling with this one. Like this movie, I think it would be so interesting. I know I would watch it and I'm sure you guys would too, but I couldn't decipher like what, athletes because it's like a team it was like basically what I'm trying to say is I want a movie on the Houston Astros cheating scandal like I would want to watch that because I would be so interested in like everything that kind of built up to that and like yeah that's that's definitely a a whole movie but like but I'm sure the actor right exactly I'm struggling like with who would act in that I know what the the plot would be. Obviously, it would be just about. Give me Danny Trejo as Jose Altuve. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I need your guys' help here. Okay, I'm not I'm not as creative in that sense. But I was like, I was like, oh my god, there needs to be a movie like on that. And I'm surprised nobody talked about baseball, considering I have some on my list. I actually don't. I have I actually have one baseball player I think only on my list. I don't have any baseball. I'm I'm I actually I did um Wait, it's I do. Probably I do my have worst one. one. It's probably my worst one, the baseball one. I don't know who plays any Astros there. Like okay, between Correa, Altuve, right. Bregman. I, mean, I know. Hold on. Let, let, let me look. Okay. It's uh, such a good spot though, right? I was like there's no way that there can't be a movie made out of that. It's like one of the greatest like Cheating scandals, like. Wow, baseball players all are so boring looking, though. I would say, um. <laughs> give me. Uh, what about AJ Hinch? What does he look like? AJ Hinch. Very like. I think he just looks like yeah. an old bro, white dude, bro, right? Bro, I mean, like you couldn't even tell. That that was anyone. AJ Hinch just looks like I like know. create a character. I know. That's what's, that's what's hard about it. I don't know. You can just say, let's do the cast of Avengers for the Astros. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just do that. Okay. okay. I dig that. I dig uh, we'll, that. We'll, we'll do cast of Avengers. I've never even seen it. <laughs> we'll do the Avengers as the Astros. I like it. I like it. Oh my god. There it is. So here's the here's the rundown. Aaron Rodgers as Brad Pitt, Pat Tillman as Channing Tatum, Nick Foles is is John Heater, Omar Epps, Mike Tomlin, Tiger Woods, Michael B. Jordan, Steph Curry, Will Smith. Mm, what was her first name? Nadia Kamichi, Vanessa yeah. Hutchins, Homenichi. Lance Armstrong, Homanichi, Homanichi, Homanichi. Sorry. Okay. Okay. What about what about uh, Alex Bregman, played by Tom Hardy? That looks like Tom Cruise more in that. What? Scene. That does not look like Tom Cruise at all. I, if you did, had the hair like that, he's got a Tom Cruise face oh on god. right there. Oh my god, you're dumb. Tom Cruise could play god. Altuve because he's short. That that's probably what we're <laughs> looking for. All right, I gotta tell you some of the ones that were left on my board. Still, oh, I didn't even finish it all. Lance Armstrong, god. Michael Abfender, uh, Bill Belichick, Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> Chris Bosh, Snoop Dogg, Michael Phelps, John Krasinski. <laughs> The Avengers as the Astros. There you go. Clap it up. <laughs> Clap it up for us on that draft. It's great that how we're getting. Nice it's, it's great how that. we're doing a, a superhero team playing a bunch of super villains. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna just start rattling some off here. 
my only baseball player, I it was a long shot, but I could I, I picked Prince Fielder and I put Anthony Anderson to play oh Prince Fielder in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I was know. and that was because I was like I just wanted I, I don't know fat oh the fat brewer like I one of my think. one of my heroes one of the fat guy Hall of Fames Prince Fielder <laughs> needs to be there. Loved it. I had I'd seen a Matt Damon Tom Brady. I didn't really like that. I'd rather have the Belichick movie, honestly. Uh, another funny one, but problematic. Stan Van Gundy as Ron Jeremy or Ron Jeremy as Stan Van Gundy. Oh my God, dude. this is a <laughs> yeah full on. That we're gonna movie. get like some dribbling yeah. balls uh, for like the title, <laughs> and it's just not gonna be what anyone thinks. Wait, wait, dribbling balls. <laughs> yeah, it's Stan Van Gundy. What do you expect? Yes. Um, this was mine that I kind of made up again. Another one. Give me a Brandon Jennings movie starring Wesley Snipes. Um, he could be his dad. Okay, I get it, but <laughs> not, I'm just saying that's a good one. I have another one that's Adam Sandler as Drew Locke. Uh, oh God. <laughs> that, just give me, give me that one. Oh Ashton God. Kutcher as Kyle Korver. Uh, that was oh, another one I came I up with that. that I saw on there, rather. Okay. I okay. have... These last two I made up myself. I think I got all the ones that I pretty much. So these last two I made up myself. I have Ryan Gosling as Cooper Cup. All right. Oh, Give him a little bit of a beard. Go from there. Ryan, Ryan Gosling looks like Manning. Like Ryan that. Gosling as Peyton Manning. He's yeah. Way too hot to be Peyton. Yeah, you are doing. <laughs> yeah. You are doing a lot for Peyton Manning. That's who wow. I thought with. Uh, well, Ryan Gosling was one that I thought could have been for uh who are we talking about? Pat Tillman. Or what I think maybe was another one. Or no, uh Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. Ryan yeah, that's, Gosling. That's much better. Yeah, I was looking at the list Not and I Pat said Pat. No, no. Ryan Gosling as Aaron Rodgers, that I can also see. All right. As well uh, a little bit. And the last one I have was um Charlie Sheen as Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh but again, I didn't pick those. Those were just oh, in my list. Uh, that's what I came up that with. That season should be a movie, though, 100%. That disastrous <laughs> season. That'd be it fantastic. It was. Wow. It, and, and yeah, I, Charlie Sheen was like the creepiest Sheen, guy in Hollywood Charlie, I could think of. They should of. do like a, like a bit where like every time he walks into the room, he's just like punting the kicker. Like just straight up, <laughs> like wham. Oh, my God. That would be actually kind of a, a nice like reoccurring bit. Like what the hell? Uh, so, okay, Gian, do you have any um, any backups that you, you'd like to mention, some honorables? No, not off the top of my head. I just came up with those four. I was well, doing you it. Lucky. You got lucky. Time, so fair enough. Fair. I, you know, my my fifth pick was definitely Nadia Kamichi. So that was good that we got <laughs> out of that. You, we're we're going to have to practice this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you were not going to get that one. I know. Hear me out. Here, I, I still think I got some great ones. Right? Go for it. Go I for had it. Eric Berry played by Lakeith Stanfield. You know Ooh, that? I like that one. Like, I like that's that one. That's a solid choice, too. Uh, um, I, how about Brett Favre played by Josh Brolin? I need to, I need to refresh on. Yeah. Brolin. On Brolin's face? He was Thanos. Josh Brolin. Yeah, I can get behind that. Dude, for you. right? Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for I sure. actually just came up with that one, like, as we were doing this. I was, uh, it just sort of popped in my brain. Uh, also, 
Give me uh, John C. Riley playing John Daly. Mm. Dude, that you might have, you should have drafted that one, damn near. That's a good one. Dude, that's what I was saying. I wasn't sure if that if that was the one I was gonna go with as the funny pick or not. But like, again, a movie that needs to be said. Who knew that I was gonna have two fucking golfers in my on my list, right? Uh, also, uh, I, I don't know if, if he exactly looks like him, but our guy Rube Waddell, the Rube, mm. the, the most, the greatest baseball player of all time, Who? played by Will Ferrell. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Just you, another goofy you guy playing baseball. You don't know the story of Rube Waddell, uh, and let me tell you, Gianna, this is the most legendary baseball player of all time. He had it in his contract that he wasn't allowed to eat animal crackers in his bed. <laughs> what? He was. Yes. Uh, he's an interesting guy. We did a whole episode on Rube Waddell. Sure. You can either go look that up or look it up on uh yourself what he's got we did do a whole episode on rube waddell he is former alligator wrestler uh also was distracted that the the when he went to visiting teams stadiums the visiting teams would bring puppies uh into the crowd because he would get distracted by those puppies and also drive fire trucks how do you Uh, spell his name r-u-b-e Yep, W-A-D-D-E-L-L, Rube Waddell. Fantastic. Do some homework on that tonight. Uh, that was fun, though. I I did enjoy that a lot that more. Was, that was pretty good. I think we killed that. I think we killed that. I uh, I do think do think I won. I'm just going to say Hell that no. right now. I got you beat, dude. I got, uh, the, Pat, I got the Pat Tillman Okay, story. give me – all right, give your favorite picks that weren't yours. I will say that I'm uh, – I'm a pretty big fan of that Phelps Krasinski one in the fourth round. That's a pretty good value, I think, for that as well. Um, and I, I did like the Aaron Rodgers definitely needs a movie as well, too. Of course. Yes, I, yeah, I will I, say that. I'm all for that Aaron Rodgers movie because that is. None of you went for that because that was like in your backyard. And like, yeah, that, you were, that was the first overall pick. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have Aaron on my board. I didn't. I, I would go see it, but. Back of your mind? I mean, okay. and and, uh tommy lee jones as bill belichick is a good is a good one like holy shit that's a that should not work as well as it does i can get behind snoop dogg and chris bosh though that okay (laughs) see i'm just saying like everyone's name in my picks now that we're going back to it okay (laughs) or the avengers as the astros was pretty (laughs) that one that one rounded it out complete turnaround yes Should we get into some hot takes real hot quick? Hot takes time. Let's do it. All right. I'll start us off here. We come at it. We're changing it up. Each one of us bringing a hot take for everyone. Mine relates back to the championship weekend. I said that Joe Burrow will no longer be compared to Justin Herbert anymore, but to Patrick Mahomes for the rest of his career. Care to care to join in on that? That's fair. I, I think the, there is no more comparison with him and Justin Herbert. He got to the Super Bowl this quick with a team that nobody thought was any serious at all after coming off an injury that was season-ending oh. last year. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin as Joe Burrow, by the way, if we're going to be honest. Like, we needed that. We, that probably should have been an honorable <laughs> mention. That was so good, oh, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Especially if he wins a Super Bowl, a Heisman winner, national champion, and a Super Bowl winner, when Ohio State just looked the other way at him, like that would be just 
that would be insane. And he, I, th- and I, I think that he's, he's now got to be considered uh, near the top of who you want for the future. If it's yeah. not Mahomes, it's him. Yeah, he's I think if it. Joe Burrow, like, goes to a couple more AFC championships, like, yeah. But, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is also here to stay, too. He just – he went to four straight. He's been I'm not. I'm not claiming Joe Burrow's better than Pat Mahomes yet. Okay. I'm saying he will be compared to Pat Mahomes, not yeah. to Justin Herbert anymore. And to play Patrick Mahomes yeah, in yeah. the Patrick Mahomes movie, Kermit the Frog. Yes, that's <laughs> don't even need to get any voice training. So it'll be all good. That's what I got. I don't know if it's necessarily a hot take, but that is what I'm gonna say as my hot take to the listeners, at least. All right. All right, I, I can uh, I can appreciate that. Uh, let's uh, let's see with my hot take. I had such a like a, a whole bunch of them, but I don't know exactly what to feel. Now I feel like we're still back in the drafting deal, right? <sighs> Shit. All right, Gianna, you go first because I I need some time to collect my okay. thoughts. Here. I had a few. I definitely had a few in my mind. Um. But I think circling just like the speculation, we kind of talked about this earlier with like Tom Brady retiring. I feel like that would be crazy. I don't know if this is likely, but that would be insane if he comes back for another year just to like make one last run and then he's done. Because I don't know, I feel like the way that his season ended this year, them being up by so much and then they lost like at home like that with the field goal, it just was, I feel like he is too much of a winner to go down like that or that for him to be his last game. So I don't know. I mean, of course, I feel like if they have announced his retirement, but even though Tom Brady didn't even come out himself and say that he retired, like there's some speculation, like maybe there's a part of me that thinks he might come back for one more year. That's my hot take. I think that because Schefter did that, it's guaranteed he's back one more year. I, I don't think, I, out of spite now, Tom Brady's going to prove that he can play one more year because Adam he, Schefter screwed it like that. He could have been gone. Could have been. 44, 45, and he still like plays like he's in his 20s, making throws the way he does. He's a serious MVP candidate it, this last does. year. I, I think he goes out in, in ne- next year. I think he does have one more year, Dave. Uh, man, he, it really feels like he wants to get one more year in, especially with yeah. the way that he went out. Right. That's, it's very much a Rogers, uh, way out. And, but he's 44 dog. I mean, 44 years old. I, I realize it's Tom. And Brady. he looks better now. I know. I, I he does look it. better now. Right. Aren't there like stats backing him up that like he's been doing better in his years with Tampa Bay and his last few years with New England than he has when he was in his twenties. Like, yes, crazy. absolutely, totally I, does. I I think he's got luck. one more year. I think he's got good one more luck. year. Good luck, good luck. All right, round us out on the hot takes. All right, uh, okay. Here's my hot take. Carson Wentz is the right quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts next season. Ew, no. Uh, Burn I know. I know, Burn and it. you know how much I hate Carson Wentz, but I feel like... What, 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 what's this change of heart you have right here now? The reason why I, I say that, uh, that Carson Wentz is the right guy is because Carson Wentz is a 
is a quarterback that's not going to try to do things. Now, if you make these calls, you know, uh, Frank Reich, like what he was doing this past season, especially in uh, like the last couple of games when they lost it, if you make are making these calls for Carson Wentz to throw the ball, well, you know, you have potential to be let down. But now that you have Jonathan Taylor and you have uh, arguably the best running back in the league because of that, you can you can properly call this game to some small checkdowns from him, obviously handoffs, and not even put that pressure on Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz is not going to be someone to try and go for the big plays, right? He's not going to pull an Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to pull uh, Pat Mahomes where he's, you know, not bombing or or overshooting stuff. You know, Ben Roethlisberger was doing that this season. Carson Wentz is going to follow what the coach wants. And since he already knows the quarter, uh, the, the system itself, you don't have to teach a new quarterback that uh, those plays and all that. I think Carson Wentz gets one more season. Mm. I, I can get behind. He gets one more year. I don't know if he's the answer, but one more year. Sure. And in Indy. Yeah. They're, they're going to be competing for a low level playoff spot. They, to be honest, they should have been in the playoffs. We all know they yeah. had to beat the, they, 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 they blew it. They had to play the Jaguars, who their fans literally came in clown suits. We yeah. mentioned that earlier today. Uh, yeah, that was that's a rough one for indie fans for sure. Hot Dave, should we, get to this, should we get to this game that we have planned? Sure. Now, Gianna, you don't know this. You didn't know this. We did not tell you this. I know. Uh, or Tom did not tell you this uh, in the in the rundown, but. You are from the Bay Area, correct? That is correct. <laughs> well, everyone, it's time to play the America's favorite game, Bay Area Trivia. That's right. We are going to play some Bay Area Trivia. We're going to test our uh, contestants' uh-oh. knowledge of the uh-oh. sports of San Francisco Shit. and Oakland. Uh, but uh, mainly San Francisco, <laughs> primarily San Francisco. So don't worry about that. Uh, also, Bay Area Trivia is sponsored today by Oakland. What a shithole. What so, a shithole. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, I have. Said the state of California, what a shithole, because that's <laughs> essentially what it is. <clears throat> uh, so I have uh, just a small amount of questions. Uh, what is it, like eight or nine, something like that? Eight or nine. I mean, they'll probably be quick hits right there. You know, yeah, they're, they're, not fast. Be anything. they're fast. Yeah. So okay. me and Gian are competing, I guess. I, I, yes. uh, I like, don't know any of these. I don't know well, any of the questions he's going to ask either, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. They're going to start off easy, and then we're I'm going to ramp them up. I, I personally think there's some really fucking hard questions on here. I don't expect uh, either one of you to yeah. get it. But uh, so we're going to do this game show style. So if you know the answer, give me a ding. And uh, I will call upon the person that I heard first for this. Okay, so we're ready to play. Can I be competing for this? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, we will tell you the we'll tell the winner the prize after the game. It's a surprise. Okay. All right. Check. My headphone jack fell out, so I don't hear anything right now. Cheating, cheating. Okay. Still don't. Still don't hear anything. I have to put my mic down. Oh Damn it, my god. Dude. You're going to be talking about me now good and shit. Flow. Okay. All right, I'm back. That's good flow. <clears throat> I know. All right, we're back. We're back. All right. We ready to play? Yes. For this first question, 
Who holds the record for the most lucrative and longest contract in San Francisco Giants history? Bonus points if you can tell me all the details. Is it Barry Bonds? Ding. Wait, I got one. Go ahead, Tom. Barry Zito. No. Oh. No. no. That felt Barry like a good Zito. one. No, that felt like my a good God. One. Uh, okay, um, well, I'll oh, give wait, a little. Uh, can I like just start guessing until it, I'm right? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, you got to ding. If you're not dinging. Sorry, I forgot to ding. Is it uh, ding? Is it um, Willie Mays? No, That's no. It's not even late enough. It's got to be now. It's not bad. Oh. Well, I think How about, if we get here, it wrong. Here's a, here's a little hint. He is the greatest catcher That's in sports history. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't answer that with a ding. But yes, Buster Posey. Buster Posey had a nine-year, $167 million contract given to him by the San Francisco Giants. Damn, I should have knew you were going to play into that. All Fuck. the baby. He's mm. going to Cooperstown. I know who he I is. I can't believe that she didn't say it outright. She went with Barry Bonds and Willie Mays. I thought, I think Barry Zito, <laughs> you got to look up his contracts. Like in his, okay, yeah, I think history, like, I was overthinking it. Because in my mind, I was like, duh, Buster Posey, what? He spent his whole career with the Giants. But then when you said that, I was like, wait. Is he he's stumping me? So. I'm pretty sure Barry yeah. Zito and Johnny Cueto were both getting like twenty million dollars from the Giants. Like, those are pretty bad too. Just saying. There. That's a that's a selective question. All right. So right now, uh, Gianna is up one to nothing. People. Oh my god. Let's go. The biggest star on the Golden State Warriors and guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer is Stephon uh, Stephen Curry. What is Stephen Curry's real name? Wardell, ding, Wardell. Yep, Wardell. Look at that. No, no idea, no idea. Right. Named War after his father. Wardell, <laughs> though, yeah, that Tyler. is. Uh, yeah. These, like I said, these are the easy ones. Trust me, <laughs> we are. They are going to get far. Damn harder. it. Okay. All right. How, next question. The 49ers have a very iconic color in red and gold, but from 1951 to 1953. They had a different combination. What were those colors? Ding. Go ahead, Tom. Blue and white. No. Oh, that was my guess. That's all I had. Uh, Only one of those colors uh, is different. Ding. Red and white? Is it red and white? Uh, second place in the Olympics. Silver. Red and silver. Yeah, that it is red and silver. Yeah. Red I'm and silver. I'm taking it. Yep. Uh, so red and silver for three years. The 49ers did have red and silver as their colors. Very weird. All right. Now, now it gets harder. <laughs> that was, I, I, I didn't know the answer to any of the easy Fair. ones. So you have a damn hint. Ridiculous. Okay. You have the hints too. <laughs> Feel free to ding in twice in a row. I don't care. Okay. All right. The San Francisco Giants organization joined Major League Baseball in 1883, but originally played ball in Manhattan, New York, under what name? Ding. Um, the New York Giants. No, but you are right with New York. Uh, Tom, you have a, a rebuttal before I give a hint? They're the New York Giants and the Brooklyn Dodgers. Like, 
What? Not then. In the 1800s, dude? Oh, 80, the 1883. Uh, the New York <laughs> Whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. <laughs> no. Uh, here, here's our hint. Batman lives here. Gotham's? The New York Gotham's. Awesome. Okay, I, didn't I don't want that point. I don't want that point. Keep it two to one. Keep it two to one. That, <laughs> That's a terrible I name. Uh, hey, I, I'm trying to... Uh, like, I thought you were going to ask me when did they move from New York to San Francisco. Okay, I'll like, give you a half point for that because that's impressive then. Because uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. All right, next question, question five. Many people know the Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young got his start in the United States Football League, also known as the USFL. What team did he play for in the USFL? I don't know any of the USFL teams. <laughs> the Mustangs. <laughs> must know somewhere I, you can give me the the last uh gianna feel free ask uh ask dad if he knows because uh you get you get uh some help over there yeah. can't remember. my dad said can't remember did you hear that dang it dad come on come on dad <laughs> all right <laughs> i don't know right, i don't I'm know call, i'm calling it a wash on this one Stale it's the mate. los angeles express mm. Oh. I mean, to be fair, like Mustangs was pretty damn close. Like that's about. Oh sure, sure. That's <laughs> like pretty much, like the Pony Express rode on Mustangs. Like, come on. Fair. Stop it. All right. Uh, well, that was hard, and we still have three more questions. Oh shit, <laughs> dude. Oh, All right. My, they're getting harder and harder. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. These next two are aren't so bad. Okay. Okay. The Giants were one of the first teams to play an interleague game, which they won with a score of four to three in 1997. Who did they play in that game? No. Ding, Seattle. Ooh, no, no. Uh, at the start of this season, they will no longer be a thing. Ding, Oakland. No. What? I Wait. have no idea. What do you mean? No longer like they're not like moving. They will to not be this name anymore. Oh, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland Indians. That is correct. Now uh, the Guardians, Dave. Yeah, now the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, that sorry, is correct. Now the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you said Cleveland. You covered your. You covered yeah, your yeah. ass. You were fine. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's problematic names, right? <laughs> All right. This next one is uh, for the 49ers. The 49ers have had many storied rivalries throughout their existence in the NFL. Yep. But which of those rivalries became too vicious that they had to stop playing that team altogether in the preseason? Dang, the Oakland Raiders? Las Vegas Raiders, Oakland Raiders. That is correct. That you know what? Correct. Your dad is whooping my ass right now, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's relax here. Uh, All right. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. All right. Final question, Tom. I don't know if you can uh, make this uh, one worth five points. Well, there. This one's kind of a, a two-parter. So if you, <laughs> if if either of you get it, uh, specifically the second part of that, I mm. will I will gladly just award you the game because you're not going to. Oh no. All right. Do you happen to know the name of the Giants' mascot? The full name. The San Francisco Giants? Yep. Dang, Lucille. That is the shortened version 
His full name, though, Tom? Answers. Dave Lucille. No. It is Luigi Francisco Seal. (laughs) (laughs) Now... What do you happen? Do you happen to know who he replaced after the previous mascot had to be killed off after one season because because fans hated them so much that they would constantly throw trash, food, and even even rosin bags at him? Uh, Charlie Sheen. Uh, close because I'm sure he has these. It was Crazy Crab. Oh, <laughs> no, wait. Well, they sell crazy crab sandwiches at the at Oracle. Actually- and and yeah. they do that as a as homage and a joke to how bad that mascot was. Oh. All right. Fans- yeah. I will, yeah, I'll give the victory. Yeah, I'll give the victory over. That's fine. I uh, it was two against one. I never had a chance. So <laughs> as. <laughs> hey. uh- I, like I, my- I, I respect the I respect the San Francisco Bay Area. I will I will, the the W can go to her for that. I get I it. That was her. Know that 49ers are not allowed to play the Raiders in the preseason. Or not maybe not allowed, but like they don't play them anymore. That is a wild That is wild. He was right on that. He jumped on that. He was like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, fuck the Raiders." He- I don't know. He I never heard that either. Fan. Let's just be honest. Well, he was part of the fan. Maybe. Psychotic and he probably tried to kill Niners fans. <laughs> oh, my. There were deaths. That's what my dad just said. Oh, there you there go. IP. <laughs> Let's get to these quick hits. Round it out. That was our trivia. Gianna's 1-0 on it now. Okay. Quick hits for it. Wrapping this up. As you know, uh, this is my first season as a hockey fan, so I am a Seattle Kraken fan, and they suck. Um, they're not very good. I don't really follow hockey that much, and I thought maybe it would be a good idea to get involved that way, and they're the worst team in the West. So 14-26 and 26 now, which I think they had less wins. I, maybe they won a game <laughs> when I was gone. Uh so they they just got they just lost to the Rangers, uh, beat Pittsburgh on uh, Thursday, but yeah, it's rough. Mason Appleton, that's all I care about. That's all I want. Just for uh, him to I, do I'm well. Gonna, I'm gonna quickly jump in on your hockey one because there is some big news in the NHL that did not get a lot of love. The NHL uh, finally has a new Iron Man in the league. Keith Ooh. Yandel. Last week has played 965 straight games of hockey. Of dude. hockey, damn That's crazy! And the okay. fact that we have not like didn't hear any of this really. Now a, a lot of them have been with the Flyers, and the Flyers are fucking terrible. So yeah, you know he does have that going for him, I guess, or going against them rather. But the fact that we did not like no one heard anything about. Dude playing almost a thousand straight games is wild to me. Yeah, that's mm. crazy. Hockey is such a grueling sport, too. It's like get your teeth knocked out, like the refs just like let you fight. It's like, God, I can't even imagine. I'm I- taking a different angle on the next quick hit. 965. That's that's pretty ridiculous, though. I'm taking a I'm different I'm taking a different angle on this next one. I have uh, a fun fact more that I learned this week that I wanted to throw in my quick hits. It's not necessarily a news story, but first I ever heard of this, so I wanted to present it. 
one player in MLB history has ever hit a ball across a state line. Okay. I'm going to give you some options and you're going to, and maybe let's see if you guys know who this player was, unless you guys know beforehand, do you either, you know, um, sounds like no. All right. I'll give you the multiple choice of it. Ready? Is it a Adam Dunn, B Sammy Sosa, C Babe Ruth or D David justice. I'm going Adam Dunn, white Sox legend. Gianna. Um, Babe Ruth. Correct answer is A, Adam Dunn. My boy! Did it with the Cincinnati Reds, though, not with the White Sox. Yeah, Hit a ball 535 <laughs> feet at no. Great American Ballpark. Freaking way. It landed on a piece of driftwood in the Ohio River on the Kentucky side of the border. It, the video of it is what? you can't see the ball. You can't see the ball. It's just gone. All right. It is the only person to have confirmed hit a ball into a different state, actually, <laughs> when he hit it. Legend. So My God. I, I've never even heard of the pitcher, and that's probably why. So that that was crazy. <laughs> I wanted to get that off. Who would they uh, play? I don't remember. But if you uh -oh. look up Adam Dunn 535, it's the video. That's, top one. That's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Jeez, gee, whose phone went off? Oh, sorry, that was my mom. It was my mom. This is a little off topic, um, but my mom wanted me to come over for dinner tonight because it's my dog's like one year anniversary of his passing. He passed away one year ago today. So she wanted oh, to dinner oh. and say some sweet words about him and bring over our new golden retriever friend, Emma, our dog, or yeah, my mom's friend's dog. So she's like, are you still coming over tonight? I'm like, yes, mom, I'm recording. She knows I'm recording the podcast with you. She literally, you know what she asked me? She's like, oh my God, can I um, call in? To the podcast. <laughs> yes, every episode after this, absolutely. Well, 100%. you know, according yeah. according to Gianna, Skype is old. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when you ask me, do you have a Skype account or what's your Skype? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, how how am I supposed to get a Skype? <laughs> Let's wrap this up quicker. Then I have two more real quick. I wanted to give a shout out. So uh, there was this crazy uh, sports bet this week, right? Now, I don't really want to give any names because I don't because you got to hear the story. So a, one of my friends is a student in Illinois at a, in college, and he had a buddy on the football team there who placed out a parlay this weekend to guess the exact score of both championships. That was games. him. He put a twenty dollar bet on that and won five hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars i saw that story i am affiliated with that guy baby what? yes wow you want twenty dollar bet guessing the exact score won him five hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars oh, oh my god I was insane it was crazy i i am when i heard it all i could do was like be hyped for the guy and that one of my buddies knows him is insane so shout out to him i think he was like wow. a senior in school so fuck school get out of there now um go make your money somewhere else with that turn that money into more money shout out to him i have one last one i had to add it today
because this is, if I was going to go to grad school, now, mind you, there is 0% chance I'm going to grad school. Absolutely zero. Hey, Tommy, what's your, you know, what is your plan after this? Or what are you, what are you looking to do? Anything other than school. That's literally what I'm at right now. You know what's funny? I think we've had a conversation about this before. I I miss school. I miss my college life. I miss my social life. I miss freaking work and like going to class and Nope, not me at everything. all. I don't know. Will not ever be going back. But there's one thing I'm very <laughs> passionate about and I'm a huge advocate for. I I was doing presentations and speeches literally about this topic before it even was actually a thing it is the name image and likeness that just came out today from grambling state now when the ncaa introduced the name image and likeness rule they it, they did it all wrong they did it all wrong and yeah. they had this setup where it pretty much was like gonna only benefit the top players and it maybe can help out a little bit to the other small schools because the top guy can get paid wherever but Personally, I think that it's going to benefit the big teams and the big conferences way more in the long run, and it doesn't help the NCAA. I mean, we got Division II schools. Division three has the most NCAA athletes, and they're grinding, dedicated to the sport, too. They can't get a job, okay? I, I want these guys. I don't want them on salary because the last thing I want is the university to employ them. That is a terrible idea, mm. but Grambling State came out and said that all of their scholarship athletes will receive annual income. And I wanted to say that that's great. I am, that is a step in the right direction. I, I want to see more about this story as more of it comes out. I will be following this for sure. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I want these guys, these guys need a chance to make money. They are, there's being a student athlete. I don't even know why you would do it at a it's division like a two or three job, level. Yeah. Right? I don't know why you would do it yeah. without pursuing the career. And that's just how much they are dedicated and love their sports. And it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. If they want you to do way more, I don't even want to do the shit I got to do as a student and they got to do a whole nother thing on top of it. I, I wanted to say shout out to Grambling state. I hope that they have sponsors paying them. Like they got a Pepsi deal or something. And that's going to be how it is. Cause the last thing I want I don't think the school can employ them yet, so that's not part of the rules. So it's got to be something like that. But shout out to Grambling State. They're doing it right. Yeah, it's so interesting because I've, like, written papers on this, like, whether athletes should be paid or not. Because at the same time, yeah, they're basically full-time employees, like, dedicating their life to practice, weights, game days, travel. It's, it's a haul. It's a grind to be an athlete, let alone a student athlete in college. So it's definitely interesting to see all the kind of name image likeness stuff come out, but also they're writing on like scholarships too. So there's like, there's like both sides of it, but yeah, it's. I, I it's think crazy. that the way Grambling does it is going to fix the transfer portal right now too. The transfer portal has got yeah. way too many athletes because yeah. people are yeah. trying to find this bag now at all the yeah. other places on it's, top it's of it. It's completely changed the, the whole landscape. The right. And the portal cannot last like this Five much years longer. ago, it was not like this. E right. Even in every sport. I remember, like, when we were doing our um, internship, Tommy, over the summer, like, people were talking about, like, the baseball transfer portal and how there's been – there's a lot of guys in that, too. So it's not even just the high-profile sports of 
of football, basketball. There's there's other Olympic sports too. I'm sure that they're entering the transfer portal because of this very reason. So it's it's so interesting how it's changed NCAA athletes, athletics. It's changed for the better. That's all I have to say. Let's do it. Quick yeah. hits. Go ahead. Dave, Gianna, do you want to do yours next? Do you have any stories that you wanted to cover? Or? Mm, stories. I mean, I feel like that Mina Kimes story was kind of like a quick hit because yeah, that, for uh, sure. it, it, it got attention. And I don't know, like, I feel like we talked about this earlier, like guys on the, on first take, like they, I'm sure there's plenty of crazy takes. I mean, I've honestly stopped watching it because Stephen A. Smith just gives me a headache. So, um, (laughs) so I don't know. I, um, that's definitely was a story I was eyeing for sure, because as I was reading into it, I was like, oh, also, even though Jeff Garcia was kind of out of line with kind of maybe his remarks and how he carried himself on that, I also think like you have the right to express your opinion, even if people totally disagree with you like how I disagreed with her so I don't know um it's cool that like I guess women women are they say that women are here to stay in sports and I'm like that's that's great and I I'm grateful for it I'm grateful for title nine I'm grateful for uh women paving the way you know before me to have the opportunities I have today working in sports so I guess that's all I'll have to say but yeah (laughs) hell yeah Dave round it out Parts. Yeah, I, <laughs> I need to buy like a sticker or something, or like uh, for my computer or for my water bottle because I I I do own some stuff like that, but I need to own more. So I'm in sports. We love it. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. I've always, I'm a oh very God. big, large advocate for uh, women in sports. Awesome. Anything, whether they be playing or. Uh, in the media or something like that. All right, my my quick hits. Uh, so this past week uh, saw a game between uh, Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU, against Davidson, playing at Davidson. And uh, VCU has a, a pretty solid uh, field goal percentage, but they were thrown off drastically because Davidson had a secret weapon up their sleeve. They gathered the swim team and had them all uh, stand behind the free throw basket in their speedos and continuously thrust forward the whole time. And, uh, well, you need to know, you know, was it effective? On the season, VCU has shot 65% from the free throw line. In their game versus uh, Davidson, though, they shot 50%. They were 9 for 18. Uh, It worked. It worked. second worst percentage of the season. Hell yeah. They're going to do that every game now. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. So uh, shout out to bulges and humping the air because that is going to be a regular thing you see going forward, I think. John Krasinski is coming to the next one. (laughs) All right. uh, Another one. This one, actually, uh, as I was looking through, I got a related ad. And I I feel like this is something that we need to talk about because it's very funny. So last week uh, was the more or less the Wimbledon of uh, chess tournaments, rather. The Tata Steel Chess Tournament in Wijikanzi, Netherlands. The Netherlands. Um, So we saw two grandmasters playing each other. 
Uh, Sergey Karyakin, oh dear God, played against Magnus Carlsen. Uh, Karyakin is a top ch- a chess player who was once considered uh, the young or once the youngest grandmaster in modern history. So he's got a lot of credentials. And Magnus Carlsen, currently the best chess player on the planet. They played to a draw. Now, the reason this gets brought up uh, big uh, into this story is that Carlson has been gunning for an, an even 2,900 rating in ELO rankings. Uh, those ELO rankings are more or less the gold standard for measuring skill in chess. And uh, Carlson was inching towards it. In fact, last uh, last month, Carlson tweeted out a GIF uh, along a, uh, of a swimmer alongside a simple caption saying 2,900. So, like, this was going to be a big thing because right now Carlson holds the biggest, uh, like, the highest ELO score ever with a 28.85, I believe. So the reason why this is so important is that Sergey, the other guy, Karakia Vicker or whatever the, uh, Karyakin, Sergey Karyakin purposely went into a draw. Mm. And... Not the store. gentlemanly thing to do in a chess no. game. Uh, he actually started off the the match, and instead of uh, you know, usually when you start off a chess match, the professional players tend to be more aggressive since they have that first turn move. In fact, Sergey though went into a more defensive play, and uh, then after this tie, he went out and uh, <laughs> and shit on him. In fact. Immediately after the match, Karyakin tweeted out succinctly, hashtag draw Magnus, hashtag say no to 2,900. Oh, what an ass, dude. So he purposely tied this uh, entire thing to fuck him over. Chess. And I think Who that knew? is some bullshit. But Who it's knew? Uh, very fun. Very fun. Yeah, dude, apparently the chess world is brutal. Uh, so Have you ever seen Queen's Gambit? I have not, but I've heard great I've things. I've heard of it. Great, great. You should absolutely watch it. I, I'm a big fan. I've, I watched them all. All right. Uh, and my last story, I'm about to name you four different uh, athletes. Aaron Rodgers, Clay Thompson, Andre Iguodala, Odell Beckham Jr. What do those four players have in common? Odell, Clay Thompson, Aaron Rodgers, and who is the other one? Andre Iguodala. I I don't know. What do they all have? What do they all have in common, Dave? These are all four all... players. What was that? Oh, I was gonna say. Do they? All... I was I was trying to think of if they all four of them played in Pac-12 schools because off the top of my head I know Clay Thompson and. <laughs> so I was like, oh, did they play for the champions? No, no, no. no. We we. Because I can't do serious things. My my quick hits are all hysterical and great. Well, these four players are four players that elected to receive some of their salary as Bitcoin currency last year. And guess what? Bitcoin took a major crash. And I just wanted to shout out. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, Bitcoin reached an all-time peak in November, having $69,000 a share. But this past week, it sank down to $33,000 earlier this Ooh, week. So, that's a tough one. 
Yeah, and it's it's only uh, up a little bit since then. It's now thirty six thousand, but nevertheless, that is hysterical. Got to hold. So, Got to hold. Hold. Yeah, Beckham's original uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s original salary was valued to be seventy five. Uh, yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand in Bitcoin. Now down to just above four hundred thousand before Ooh, tax. Tough. So this is huge. And I, I can definitely see a lot of these uh, people just jumping off this bandwagon. Russell Okung, I believe, was the first guy to ever have a, contra- a contract with Bitcoin, if yeah, I remember well, that correctly as well. He's uh, going to be extra sad. So There it is. That's it. Episode 52, an absolute banger for the one year oh, right there. Gianna, you're welcome oh, on whenever. Yes, uh, you're welcome. I said you're welcome on whenever. It was great. It was fun. Yeah, I think think it was worth it. And great that we got our points out there on, you know, women in sports. Fuck yeah. There you go. You know what? I'm so glad it worked out that I got that random shout out on your podcast like a couple weeks ago. (laughs) That was was Joe. I knew Joe was going to bring it up. Joe's a sly bastard. He was setting me up. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Freaking Joe, the conference of champions. Oh, and then and then I hear my name. There's no way Gianna listens to this. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Well, Joe, Joe's <laughs> argument, Joe's argument is that his no, school hasn't on. lost a football game since 1992 because that's when they got rid of it at Boston University. So <laughs> it doesn't matter at oh my all. God. You can't talk. University can't talk. Football. That's awful. Yeah, exactly. It's What's terrible. the point? How did he even go to school there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why he didn't he visited you in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, he was here a little while ago. That's All right, fun. I gotta wrap this up right here. Yes. Thank you guys so much for Thank listening, you. checking it out. Um, if you like this episode, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, wherever the fuck you get your podcast, GarageBand, something, I don't know. Get Where else can you get it? Facebook. So I can share it. I definitely will. I definitely will. And if you don't what, I will also be sharing it, Dave, on the chairshot.com. My salary of chili cheese dogs never depreciates in value. Peace. God.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.